Hey, you guys. I am just so excited to have our special guest with us. His name is Vale. And if you guys have not heard of Vale before, you're going to learn a lot about him today in our podcast. He is an independently produced singer, songwriter, and recording artist from Southern California. His journey began when he started recording at the age of 14 as a hobby on his laptop. He wrote and recorded numerous songs throughout his teen years until he developed a decent workflow and the ability to produce the sound he wanted in 2020. Since then, he had the privilege to release 17 original songs and three cover songs. He's set to release more music in 2020 with half of his projects almost completed and set for release. And it is a complete pleasure to have Vail here with us on Black Canvas. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Man, thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Well, I'm excited. I mean, you guys, we're going to kind of go over some lightning round questions in the beginning with Vail, but I think he's ready for it. He's going to kind of talk about some of the titles for his songs, but we're just glad to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much uh, for having me on the show. Uh, it's an honor, truly. All right. So, Vail, you ready for some lightning round questions? You know, uh, yeah, let's give it a go. <laughs> Okay, so the first one I have is Glass Hearts. Can you tell me the last time your heart was broken or how did you pick up the pieces if you ever experienced it? So with heartbreak in particular, I wear a lot of my uh, feelings on my sleeve sometimes. Uh, I've had I've since learned because of those experiences to kind of, you know, rein it back a little bit. you know, just it's it's not a defense mechanism. It's just me being a, I'm trying to be wiser about that. But, you know, because I wear a lot of what I feel on my sleeve uh, incrementally, I mean, different experiences, conversations, girls I had crushes on um, the, the, the works. I, I it, my heart got broken in a lot of different little ways. And um, now how I pick those pieces up, honestly, I had to go to God about it because I am, you know, not handy with tools. Um, so I, I had to take it to, to God. Um, and he really did put those pieces back together in a, in a, in probably in a more beautiful way than they even were before. Um, and I see that now and in the moment, it doesn't feel that way, but now I see that, you know, those experiences really did grow me as a person and, um, did push me forward. So I'm really grateful actually for those experiences, ironically and weirdly enough, I I'm really happy those happened. And I'm glad you mentioned it because it led you to where you are now in your relationship. And I always say heartbreak is one of those things that we can learn from and grow Mm -hmm. from, but it's about finding yourself through the experiences and knowing that we all have broken pieces and things within ourselves that sometimes people can just kind of put their negative energy on you because they're insecure within themselves. So it's Mm -hmm. easy to look at your faults without actually looking internally of things they need to improve within themselves. So I love that you can kind of look at it from that perspective And then also having, like you said, a relationship with God, which helps you because, as you mentioned, he's a stronghold for you. And that's something that you can always turn to in those weak moments or moments Mm -hmm. when you feel insecure. Oh, absolutely. And I cannot thank him enough for his his patience with me uh, and also his grace with me, again, to pick up those pieces and put them together in in a beautiful way and – yeah, I guess it's how I, I guess it's how the pieces got picked up. Uh, I didn't do it. Uh, you know, he he called me to do certain things to help in that because uh, it's a relationship, not like one sided or anything. So there was things he guided me into to actually pick those pieces up. But you know, 
uh, he did a majority of the work. He asked me to do a couple little things here and there, and uh, it definitely did help. It worked. Um, yeah. Awesome. I think that's a great answer for that. Man, thank you so much. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's go on our second one. So reflections is the second one. All righty. So if you could give your 14-year-old self one piece of advice, what would you say to 14-year-old Vale? I would tell 14-year-old Vale to not worry about what everybody else thinks of what he's doing, to not worry about their opinions, maybe what they've said to him, but to keep going because the people who are going to connect deeply with your music are most likely going to be people you don't even know and uh, and or people you pass by in a moment. Um. And that's more special. Um, truly, it is more special because when they don't know you in a, a close vicinity way, they, it's more impactful. They hear your art for what it is. So that's what I would tell 14-year-old me. Uh, and it would really encourage him. I love that you said that. And that's one of the things I will say. When I first started the podcast, I was always very nervous about um, how it was going to come across because it was just me by myself. And just imagine you just talking into a microphone by yourself, no one else around. And so in those beginning parts, I was like, man, does this sound good? Or, you know, is this something people are really gaining any insight on? And over time, people started to respond and and say, hey, that that really um, benefited me. Or that's something I learned from just hearing your voice or you sharing, especially during COVID. I started it in May of 2020. And just going into that during COVID, it was right after COVID was really getting really bad for a lot of individuals. And I thought I had COVID myself and thank God I didn't, but it was, I was really sick. Mm -hmm. And I remember in those five days of just sitting in that room, I was like, what can I do to kind of help some people and also help myself? And so I said, let me use the name Black Canvas because I wrote a book called Black Canvas, but it was completely different from this. I said, this would be a great time, especially what was going on in the world and things we were seeing on in the media. I said, this would be a great avenue to kind of talk from my perspective and then also be able to hopefully inspire others. And so that's what I chose to do. And I think in that moment, it really helped shift the way I saw life, but it also gave me an opportunity to hopefully inspire others. And so Yeah, I love that you said that. I mean, looking at your younger self and and sometimes looking in the mirror can be the hardest thing, but listening to yourself and listening back to your music per se can definitely be a a chance for growth and and cultivating love within yourself and and sharing your music for others to be able to connect to. Yeah, and actually, um, there's times where I will go back and listen to my records and um, it really does remind me of where I've been and where I am now. And you know, as you said, in 2020, um, that was where that was my rebranding year. So 2020, January 2020, I actually rebranded to this name. Um, and it was an exciting moment because I was not sure if I was going to continue in music because I, I, as we've discussed, I started when I was 14 and I was releasing music in 2016 under a different name. And to be honest, uh, it was very uh, I did music for a lot of reasons, and some of them were very selfish at the time. Uh, of starting, but you know what? After I, I, I came to a, a moment and I was like, "Okay, God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I don't want to be doing this if this is not what you have for me. If it's not my purpose, it's not going to help anyone, right?" So, and once I came to that place and asked that really hard question, uh, long story short, prayers were answered, and again, uh, almost 20 projects later, um, 2022, two years later, as well. 
um, it's continued and it's also uh, helped people. I get DMs um, sometimes from people who listen to my music and they're very sweet and they, they talk about how it encourages them. And that just, for me, it just takes the cake. That's what keeps me going. Um, when, you know, they're so, when people are encouraged by, uh, what has been instilled in me to do. And I'm just really, uh, I'm blessed. I, I have no other words to say. I'm just blessed. And we're blessed too. I mean, I, I've heard your music and I've kind of talked to you about one of the songs I love, mm. which is yours. And he had released, um, if y'all have looked on YouTube, there was a short video of it. I saw about two months ago. And one of the lyrics that I loved was let the prisons of my mind slowly die and fade away. And and I kind of talked to Bill about my interpretation of what that means to me. Mm. But for many of us, we've been prisoners of our own perspective, or maybe we have felt that we couldn't move forward because of challenges and maybe our own belief system. But I love that you said, hey, at 14, I, I had a dream and I had a thought that this is something I wanted to do. And when I started mm. to question myself, then I reevaluated my values, my morals, talked to my family, made a decision, yep. and then released 20 amazing 17 originals three covers i mean that's amazing thank you so much i thank you so much i'm i'm surprised if i'm honest i'm adhd so i'm surprised i finished anything because i go back forth left and right from project to project to project so many different things at one time because I'm, I'm super adhd so um not super it just it kicks in here and there and i don't know how i get stuff done so um i'm so glad that uh that I've been able to release um, this many projects. I'm, I'm really happy and excited. And we are too. I mean, if y'all haven't heard it, y'all have an opportunity at the end of the podcast to be able to look at him up because he's going to definitely tell you guys where to find him. Yeah. So I want to go into a third song, Breathe. So if you had the opportunity to practice mindful meditation or have you ever practiced mindful meditation, and if you have practiced it, how do you keep yourself centered and grounded? Right. So um, I don't actually meditate. Uh, I do pray. I pray to um, I pray to I pray to God. But more specifically, I always have to be specific because sometimes God means different things to different uh, religions and people and, and things. So for me, I, I have to specify that I'm I'm praying. I'm praying uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. So that keeps me grounded and firm on what I uh am to be doing in my life, how I'm to love people and communicate uh, with people and, and understanding. And uh, so I don't meditate. The only meditation I do actually is on the Bible because I read my Bible uh, daily. Um, well, as much as I can, actually not daily. That's uh, that's maybe uh, too much, but I do read it as much as I can. And in that, uh, essentially, um, that keeps me grounded and firm on again my purpose again uh, our we all we all have a purpose in this life and we all have our own journey that we are embarking on or maybe haven't yet or starting to and um if you've embarked on a journey and you know uh there you need to have something that keeps you grounded and firm in what you're doing because there's going to be a lot of voices not even people just in your head telling you that you can't do it it's not possible and you should just give up but that's definitely what yeah uh, my faith in Jesus Christ keeps me so firm in, in what I'm doing. And um, even then, it's still a struggle, still a struggle. And I think that's a great point you made is that having a strong belief system is great, but also it's a daily walk yeah. with your higher power. And like you said, he chooses to call his higher power God, and that's what keeps him mm -hmm. centered and grounded. 
And so one thing I use like for meditation that helps me is called um, square breathing or you can call it box mm-hmm. breathing. And so what you can do, you can choose um, for our listeners if you want to practice it. Um, it's something where you can breathe in and then you can hold it for a certain amount of seconds. I do three to five seconds. And then you hold that breath after you breathe it in and then you exhale it out for three to five seconds and you hold out the exhale. So sometimes I use it as far as breathing in my nose and out of my mouth or breathing in and breathing out of my nose. So I will actually switch it up to make it feel good for me in that moment. But square breathing has really helped me. Um, And then also being able to talk to people about issues and concerns Um, Mm -hmm. in journaling. I, I always think journaling is a great way of of letting go of a lot of those feelings. And like you said, praying is something that helps you. That's the way of you speaking it out for sure. Absolutely. I've journaled as well. I love journaling. It it does help clear my head and um, formulate my, my thoughts. So I, I I am so pro journaling uh, for anybody who's out there with any, um, maybe you have a lot of stuff in your head. Definitely just get it out on paper. It's going to be awesome. I promise it's going to really help uh, to formulate your, your thoughts and, and what you're thinking right now. So definitely journal. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about take a drive. If you could vacation to any city for a weekend and spend, I'll give you a thousand dollars you can spend. Right. Where would you go and who would you invite with you? You know, uh, with a thousand bucks, man. So I live in Southern California um, and I would definitely take my girlfriend um, she always shows me these really cool places, uh, sometimes on, from TikTok and, and, uh, sometimes on Pinterest, uh, she's shown me some, she's shown me things, uh, like really amazing, like places that are super, like almost like maybe six, seven hours away. And I would love to take a road trip, uh, with her with a thousand bucks. I mean, that could go really far with the, with a little road trip, uh, and local almost and in the States. So, um, I mean, not anytime soon. Uh, we're not married, but once we are, someone send me a thousand dollars. That'd be amazing. So you got to give me your cash app information. Oh. <laughs> That's what you need to do. <laughs> I do PayPal. I do PayPal as well. <laughs> he's like, I do anything. You can put money order, check, right. whatever. As long as it doesn't bounce, he's good. Any, any way I can take your money, I'll find a way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. I was just thinking of a vacation spot. I forgot to tell you this before. Mm-hmm. Um, Orange Beach, Alabama. Oh. Um, I heard they have an amazing beach, and that might be something to think about if you like beaches for sure. Okay. And being from California, I know that might be a good option. Love um, beaches. We love be- I love beaches. We all do here. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love beaches too. And so for me, um, I think when you have traveled and I've had the opportunity to go on cruises, and that's another suggestion I love to give people. Of course, since the pandemic, it's a lot harder, of course, to do it and a lot more precautions yeah. just to be aware. But yeah. cruises are fun too, like going to different countries and meeting new people. And mm-hmm. I will tell you, I've met some amazing friends, talked to people that I never would have ever known. Like I'll never forget one story. Um, my mom and I, we were actually on a cruise and we met these two people and we just sat down and talked and it was such a great moment like a lot of the things they experienced in their life were similar to my childhood and upbringing and it was just such a great moment to talk to these two individuals that were from states away we were just sitting down we were looking for a table to eat that day and it was really crowded and they saved the seat for us and we just all became close and talked after and we kept in contact actually for a few months after the cruise but it was just such a great moment to talk to people from a different, 
perspective, different background and, and have a connection. And so, yeah, the cruise was a fun experience. And um, that's something I definitely want to do in the future again. That's awesome. That sounds like a great time. That sounds, I love when you meet people that are like far removed from your immediate vicinity of life and you can connect on such, on, on such deep levels. Ah, oh, gosh, that's like my favorite. I love those conversations. And I love like this as well, because meeting Vale, I met Vale, you guys through Instagram and just following his music and knowing how amazing he was. And it's just great when you can talk to someone who's genuine and who has not only the talent, but has a great upbringing and someone who really wants to be a part of a positive movement, which I'm trying to share of us just getting out there and being more positive and more loving and respectful of each other. And so you did an amazing job of just saying, hey, you know what, I want to be a part of it, but you didn't have to. And so that says a lot about you. Nah, thank you. You know, thank you so much for reaching out. Um, It was something that was definitely on my heart. I was like, I want to talk to I want to talk to people about uh, not only just what I do, but like how I think about things. And and it's really fun uh, to have a safe, amazing conversation with, with you because you're an amazing host as well. And before we did this, you know, I had a great phone call with, with Jeriel and I was just very, I was floored by his positivity and um, just uh, his energy was so good. And I, I really did love that. And I appreciated it because we don't get enough of that sometimes, uh, you know, in our daily life. So that was really amazing. And I appreciate you um, just for what you're doing. You're doing, you're making a positive impact seriously in the space. We need this. Well, I appreciate it. And I couldn't do any of the things I'm doing if I didn't have amazing guests and people who were honest. I think that's the big thing I always ask for guests to be, but just tell your truth, speak, speak from your heart mm-hmm. um, and be yourself. I think a lot of times when people put on airs and they try to pretend and do all these other things, People can read through it and then your music won't be authentic. If you're an an artist, your artwork won't be authentic. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you'll be doing it for the money and not for the purpose. And I always say like money is important and we need it to spend to use, but it's meant to be spent. And, you know, the more people save things and they don't give away something that's important to them, to others that are beneficial, then what's the purpose of it? And so I think you're doing an amazing job up to this point and you're going to continue to do it because you, like I say, you have a great spirit and that is what's going to propel your music moving forward. Thank you so much, Jerry. I, I just, I love what you said about the authenticity part of it. Uh, it's not about the money. This is not why we do what we do. We create because um, not only do we like have to, like it's almost in us, but it also, it also is to help others and to hopefully make a, make others understand and know that they're not alone in their thoughts and their ideals. And in, uh, if you're in the artistic space, don't worry, keep going, don't give up. I love that. And that's one thing I would always tell my younger self was that you're going to make something of yourself, no matter what you're going through, it's not going to last. And Mm -hmm. I, I know I went through a very tumultuous childhood of experiences And I always go back to when I was going through the bullying and abuse and all these things I went through in my childhood. And I was like, what is all the purpose of this? I'm like, I'm not doing anything to hurt anyone. I'm just trying to be myself and trying to help. And then I realized, I'm like, you know what? Maybe that person sees something in you that they don't have, or maybe that's something that they're working on within their own issues Mm -hmm. and don't internalize it. And I've just been I had a very strong support system with my mom and definitely had other family members that really loved and supported me. But my grandpa was the one person who just 
was always there for me. And I know his, it's been hard for me the last couple of weeks because I'm getting close to the anniversary of his death in a few weeks. Oh. And so I always remember to do something for someone on that day. So I don't get into a negative framework in my mind. But I also remind myself that every day that I share myself, that people can see him through me. And so that's mm-hmm. the reason why I try to be as positive and to share. Because he was always laughing. Everybody knew who Big Frank was. Everybody said and- they, they knew him when he came in a room. And that was something that I always remember this show. I want to continue to keep that same energy, whether if it becomes something huge or if it's something that I just listen back to 20 years down the line and can say, man, I remember when I said I was going to do and I did it. And it's something I'm proud of. And so having guests like you on and being able to share energy with others and not just time, um, it means a lot to me for sure. Man, thank you so much for having me on. And man, your your grandpa, he seems like a great, he sounds like a great guy. I mean, I now I want to know him. If everyone knew who he was, I want to, I want to be in, I want to be in a room with him. And, you know, it's, I, I love that because, you know, we look back at, and I, I just lost my grandpa recently. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's important, but again, it's important to hold those close to us. And I think actually one of my songs, um, has uh, the one we talked about glass hearts. It has a lyric in there. It says, grab your loved ones and hold on to them. Um, and then the next lyric is burning down our forest of dreams because, you know, sometimes when we're just chasing after stuff and now it's not, there's no direction. You can get lost in a forest full of dreams and aspiration, but I love that. Um, I, I love that, you know, people are coming around to the ideal and hopefully the fact that family matters a lot and their support system that you money cannot buy that. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing that I'm so glad that Frank impacted you your 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 grandfather he impacted you so heavily to where you're doing this now because now you're helping people thank you i appreciate that and and it's going to be a, i'm trying to remember the years it's going to be 19 years oh, actually oh. um this year so it's been a while and i always tell people it's not like it gets better over time it's that you learn to live over time mm-hmm. and i think like finding myself through this experience and identifying what are some of those traits that I want to continue to use in my day-to-day living based on things that he showed me? He had the tutelage and the things that he instilled in us, um, the six grandkids that were, you know, around and were around him. We all learned so much and he treated everyone the same, which I think really made a difference for me. I needed to have that figure in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was something that really meant a lot to me. But I also go back to um, just thinking about how hard it had to be for him um, he didn't have a high school education. He mm-hmm. had to drop out at a very young age, but he helped to instill hope in a lot of African-Americans in New Orleans. And he was actually the first African-American supervisor of what was called Surgeon Waterboard, which is one of the biggest companies in New Orleans. So mm-hmm. it was a huge moment. And to have um, the mayor reach out once he passed and, and the the chief of police, like a lot of people would, would either there or reached out. It just meant a, a, a great deal. That's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, just like, wow. The, again, the strides taken forward and there are those in our lives. They just inspire us. Isn't it? It's just crazy. I love that so much that, you know, like my, my grandpa, my abuelito, he, uh, he came here uh, in, in, I think it was, I don't know when it was, it was probably in the sixties. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
like he they moved here from Mexico and uh you know my dad was born here but again just the um the uh again the the work ethic and just the the uh like the grind that he had was it's just so inspirational to hear about from my dad today who works very very hard for us and it's just a it's amazing what a life how one life can impact um many others and that's exactly what your grandpa's life did and I, I say the same for you. I feel like it, they both are shining down on mm-hmm. both of us and just helping to give us that strength to push forward. Mm-hmm. So you guys, I'm not going to get emotional on this podcast today. So we're going to work. We're yeah. going to move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I want to kind of ask you a fun question. This is one that I hardly ask any guests. So you're actually, I think, only the second person I've asked this question to. Okay. Uh, but if you had the opportunity to perform in any stadium, concert hall, or intimate venue that you wanted to perform in, you can choose any in the world, which one would you choose and who would be the dream co-headliner? Oh, man. Uh, I would have to say the Honda Center um, because it's so it's big, but it feels so intimate all at the same time. And I've seen one of my favorite bands there, 21 Pilots there. And I felt like I was right there with them in the, it, I felt like I was in the pit and I wish I was in the pit. I should have been in the pit, but I couldn't afford the pit seats. I couldn't afford those tickets. Um, uh, but it would be the Honda Center for sure. And I would love to uh, co-headline either for Switchfoot or One Republic, who's one of my favorite, they're one of my, there's, those two are my favorite, some of my favorite bands right there. Um and songwriters, man, just crazy. Wow. I think that's great. I mean, we I love Switchfoot. Um, Dare You to Move is one of my favorite songs by Switchfoot. And I love One Republic. And I had the opportunity um, to kind of talk to my family members. I had two of my cousins and my brother-in-law who sung background on two songs for their album. Um, the one, I think it was, is it Native? I think is the name of it. I yeah, I think, I, yeah, it is. A, I think it's native. Yes. And so one of the songs they did was Preacher, which is one of my favorite songs on the actual Love album. And Love that song. Yes. And Ryan is just an amazing singer, songwriter. And I've had the pleasure of interviewing some people from NBC Songland. Um, Abel Hart was one. And for the heartbreakers out there who are listening, um, they are a huge support. They love Abel. Abel is just great, a great person. He has amazing supporters as well. Um, father dude, I've talked to him through, through the show. And a few others I've talked to that I hopefully will have on very soon. But just Man. just the people I've talked to, I was like, they're so down to earth. And, and you just never know when you watch things on television because reality TV, we all know, has its highs and lows. And I've yeah. talked to... <laughs> Some people are like, you have no idea what I've gone through. I'm like, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just to, yeah. to hear that, it was great, you know. That's insane. I, I, I love Ryan Tedder, amazing songwriter. I love Switchfoot. John Foreman is just one of my uh, one of my heroes, um, the lead singer of Switchfoot. He's just one of my heroes. And these again, these guys are amazing at what they do. And that's why I would I would I think genre wise, I would it would be awesome to open for One Republic and it'd be amazing to co-headline with Switchfoot because I am so heavily influenced by them. So yeah, definitely, definitely those two. 
Well, if they're listening, y'all better get him on there, you guys. He's ready. Yeah, I would be honored to work with any – I would be honored to work with you both, please. Like, let's just all collaborate. Let's do a three-song collaboration. I know the royalty split will be, great, will be like, not that great, but so what? Like, let's just let's, – let's all collab. <laughs> I know. I mean, for me, if I had the opportunity, I would love to open for Stevie Wonder because I love Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, man. Oh, I mean, so oof. So amazing. Good. I, that guy, he can, I think he can play all the instruments. I think he's played all the instruments before on some of his records. I mean, he does everything. <laughs> I mean, Prince, if Prince was still alive, that's another person who I just just always been a huge fan of. Oh, or Michael Jackson. I mean, those three combined. I mean, really. <laughs> when I was eight, I, you know, sadly, I didn't hear about Michael Jackson until he had like passed away. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, who's Michael Jackson? And my mom was like, like the best artist out there she had a massive crush on him <laughs> when she was in high school but i remember getting into his music and michael jackson's uh i wanted to dance like him i wanted to be like him i was like so inspired by his musicality his artistry um yeah but stevie wonder michael jackson man those guys they're mate icons i mean forever forever just better than everyone so <laughs> I know. I mean, see, the thing was, I'm just going to tell you a little tidbit because I know no one probably on here knows this, except for maybe a few family members. But I had a glove that I... <laughs> what? <laughs> and so I used to, like, wear my glove and just practice the moonwalk. And, like, I, I could do the moonwalk without shoes. Like, I, I had it knocked down. Like, so, like, what? Michael... Michael and I, we were like brothers. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Yo, I, that's awesome. That's where hey, that's but what I, it is. I know, but I didn't have the hair. I mean, that's one thing I didn't have, oh. and I was like, "Well, I didn't need the hair. I, I had the moves." But that's today. Hey. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. Like, you had the moves. I mean, come on. What are they gonna? Who's gonna say what? What? Are they gonna say? I mean, but now I don't have any of them. But back then, <laughs> I had some of them. <laughs> no. I'm sure you still got the moves, Jerry. I'm serious. I, I'm sure you still got the moves. Well, we have to see. One day we're gonna have to have a dance battle. We're gonna have to oh. see like a dance with the stars and sun. It'd be fun. Honestly, let's <laughs> let's do that. That'd be right. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm serious. That's awesome. All right, so let's kind of move on. I want to do a fun question as well. And this is one that I thought of, and I was like, "Hey, should I ask this one?" And I think it'd be a great one to ask. Um, who has been your biggest supporter, mentor, or role model so far in your career? Okay. Wow. Um, man. Okay, so my biggest supporter is, of course, my family. They were so heavily supportive of what I was doing. Um, you know, I, you start in high school, you have to focus on school. So that's what I was doing. But they were really supportive of me in my spare time recording and writing and making and creating. So they were very, very supportive. And they'd always say, hey, if you want it, you got to work really hard for it. Uh, it's not going to come easy, but hey, we support you as long as you really want to do it. And I was like, I really want to do it. So my family for sure. And my biggest role model uh, has to be my dad. Um, He's been in music for 40 years. Um, You know, he's the reason I started recording. He gave me, he installed uh, a, 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 a free version of Pro Tools on my laptop. That's the reason I even started uh, recording more and more and more. Cause I, I used to record on my iPod touch, um, on garage band. And then he was like, Hey, uh, I just ordered something for myself, but here, like use this. Like, so he downloaded it on my computer 
and he let me use a cheap microphone he had. He was like, hey, just use this, practice. And I was like, okay. And I just like went ham. Like every day I was recording stuff. And man, I can't tell you what an impact he's had on me in regards to pursuing my dream, basically. I mean, it has just been, it's been, a, um, it's been quite a journey, but my dad's been a huge role model of mine. Shout out to your dad. I think that's amazing that you have that support. And that, that says a lot about just what they've instilled in you from a very young mm-hmm. age to where you are now. Because I think sometimes when things are given to us and we don't work for it or we don't know what it takes to get there, it's hard for you to appreciate the journey of where you are now. Yeah. And so I always say we all have a journey in different destinations and different roads, and we need to stay in our own lane, focused on our own goals and not focused on everyone else and what it took for them to get there. Cause we don't know the whole backstory. We only know what we see. And a lot of things, especially in the entertainment business is a lot of smoke and mirrors. And so there's a lot yep. of things you'll never fully understand until you're in the midst of, of that. It's kind of like the eye of the storm is the calmest part, but there's so much chaos going on around the storm. And I think for you, you're in the eye part where you're in that calm state where you can see things a lot clearer. It's kind of like having like a, a discernment, like you're able to read things a lot better with, yeah. with time. Oh, abs- absolutely. And, and that's something that, you know, again, when I wanted to give up and I was in the middle of it, in the thick of it, my dad was like, do not stop doing what you're doing. You have a gift. You, you're am- you, your songs are amazing. And, you know, even when they weren't, he was very, very supportive and still saying, hey, keep working, keep going, don't stop because you're you're just getting started. Don't be discouraged or disheartened. And again, uh, I started at 14. I'm 22 now. It's been a journey. It's been it's been a journey. And there were so many times where I wanted to give up. But my family and my dad, they've been so supportive of this of this endeavor, you know, and it's not a common endeavor. Um I think it is more now in our mo- I think thank goodness like recording music's gotten a lot easier uh th- from what it was 20 30 years ago but you know it's not a, it's not a popular space to get into uh as especially the people that were around me it was like hey go to college get a job and uh or get a career and I was like and that's amazing and great and you should um but that just wasn't for me so I was like oh, what do I do I feel out of I feel mis- I feel displaced almost and um, they were, they were there for me. They've been there for me this whole time. And I'm so grateful. Well, I just want to again, shout out to your family for being supportive and understanding that it's kind of like cultivating, um, putting a seed in a certain place for it to cultivate and mm-hmm. grow. And I think a lot of times people don't understand if I put a seed, let's say in my office building, and I just leave it here and I water it. It's not going to grow the way it needs to, but it's about sometimes being the geographical change or surround yourself with different types of individuals who have the same notions or same beliefs that are going to propel you to that next level of success. And when you can actually cultivate that seed, then you can actually see how you bloom and how you blossom into the young man that you are now and to the adult that you are now. And I think when people get to see, oh, wow, his music has shifted, well, his life is shifting. And so I think that's what I love about creative artists. I'm going to use Pink as an example. And I think she's amazing in so many different ways because she stands true to her belief system. And she started with a lot of her beginning music. If if people remember her from the first records, 
Um, and then she did get this party started and then Dear Mr. President and just like glitter. There's a lot of different types of songs. Yeah. And no matter if someone's belief is, is what she believes or not, I think that she's a strong innovator and she stood for what she believed what was right. And so I love when I talk about artists like Pink. One of my favorite singers is Tori Kelly. And everybody knows that I just love listening to her. I love Tori and, Kelly. I, I actually did. I did theater with her sister-in-law. Really? I did. I actually did. And um, if Tori, if you're listening, thank you so much for saying, sending me a Merry Christmas message on Instagram in 2016. Uh, you didn't have to do that, <laughs> um, but I really appreciate it. And I don't know if she remembers that, but, you know, so I did theater with her, with her, uh, with her uh, sister-in-law. Um, they weren't sister-in-laws yet because she wasn't married yet, but yeah. So actually crazy story. I love Tori Kelly and uh, yeah. That's actually, I have a little connection to her. Awesome. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm going to make that this work. She's just going to be on the show one day, and I've spoken her name into existence so many times that one of these days, she's going to say, who is this person (laughs) that keeps talking about me? But yeah, I've seen her in concert a couple of times, and just she has a genuine spirit and a great heart. So everyone knows that is my number one like artist yes. of all time because I just love what she stands for. And so yeah. hopefully we'll get on here one day. Absolutely. <laughs> Tori Kelly's a and she's a and me and her actually share the same uh, belief system. And I I just I'm very uh I just love to see where she's gone in her career. It's been uh not a conventional one, I have to say, from even looking at it. Uh, just from the outside, I'm not, I'm not on the end, but I did, I, you know, but I've taken a look and I'm like, wow, she's had a really awesome and uh, uh, vibrant career as, as a singer. And she's an amazing singer, songwriter, an amazing guitarist. My goodness. Like, again, another dream artist to work with would be her. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I've seen her play on the drums and just, she would just get up and play all kinds of instruments and her her voice is an instrument just in, in and of yeah. itself. So a huge fan, but yeah, I want to kind of just talk about your family again and just going back to how they have just really instilled in you a lot of those values. And I always say our values and our morals can govern our life. Like we mm-hmm. get to choose how we use them and, and how people perceive us based on what we're doing and, and how we can be used as a vessel and so many ways to inspire. And so I love that, you know, I'm in my mid-30s, getting close to 40s very soon. And I always tell people, like, I go back and I'm like, man, it's just been such a ride from where I was, you know, 15 years ago to where I am now. And I don't even know if I recognize that person um, 15 years ago. But I think if I hadn't gone through so many tragedies and so many debts and, and losing things that meant I thought a lot to me in that moment, and rebuilding myself back to where I am, I don't think I will be as strong. And I definitely don't think I would have written books or done a podcast if I didn't go through those challenges because it it instilled in me um, the intuitiveness of who I am, but also the resiliency I needed to persevere. And so I, I think like that's what I love about your family. You're saying your dad having 40 years of musical experience and then having a mom that supported you, having just people who really believe in your talent outside of myself you know, we get to see things in you that maybe you can't even see within yourself yet. And so that's just such a great journey that they're still here and they can inspire you and support you. Yeah, they've they've been instrumental, no pun intended, to the music. And 
uh, they are just, they've just been uh, so inspirational to me because I've seen them sacrifice for me and my siblings and just, you know, uh, really just, uh, really, really placing their trust in God. And I've, that's why I, I'm so strong. That's why I feel so strongly about uh, my faith because I've seen them do the same thing. And God's always brought us through those really not easy times, those rough times. And I've seen my mom lose her parents and my dad lose his parents. And, but I've seen it grow. I've seen them come out of it stronger and hopeful and, um, uh, and different people in, in a lot of ways, you know, they came out different, you know, they came out more intentional and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, but those things in our lives that are rough and, you know, th- it kind of pushes us around a bit. Um, definitely do. I think, I believe based on your mentality and how you view life and yourself, it, they can, they do push you in a better direction and, uh, and they do make you stronger. That's true. And I think that goes back to, like I said, being aware of those changes. I think being attuned with your emotions are really important. And I think a lot of times attunement is something that um, can be a struggle because sometimes we don't know what our emotions are telling us or what our thoughts or how our thought patterns are actually working with our behavioral choices. And I think like when we can find that, that alignment that works for me and works just directly for myself, but that I can have a reciprocal, you know, point of view of just saying, hey, I'm not doing it for a purpose for someone to do for me, but in me sharing of myself that other people want to be a part, um, like just you being here as an example, if I wasn't giving off the right energy and if I wasn't in the right headspace, I wouldn't even have enough, you know, gall within me or the enough intonation in my voice to share and say, hey, this is someone who I think would be great for the show and to reach out. But I think that a lot of times our own doubt, self-doubt plays a huge role and decisions or fears play a huge role and maybe the lack thereof of making a decision or a choice. And so I think your fear can fuel you or it can sometimes diminish things within you if you're not aware of what your purpose is and and you're still trying to define it. Um, So that's why you need to have, like you said, strong people who love you and care. They don't care if it's a number one song or if it's a song that you just released that only a few people hear. Um, When it's time, the right people are going to hear it and they're going to help get it to where it needs to be. Absolutely. And I love that because you reminded me of actually one of my songs. That's one of my favorite songs. It's called All In. And that the chorus goes, uh, I'm all in. I won't freak out. I'm in a war against my doubt. And that's just, you know, that's like our daily life. You know, fear can detour us from doing a lot of things and doubt can keep us from innovating and pushing forward. But again, having a strong support system does help with that problem because we all have, we're humans. We're, we're in the human experience together. We, we struggle with this stuff. And, um, and I love that we're talking about it because this is a safe place to talk about uh, anxiety and fear and doubt and all these issues. Absolutely. And I, I always want my guests to be open to what they want to share, but also knowing that there's no judgments. I mean, cause no one knows someone else's struggles and mm-hmm. no one knows what it takes to get to the other side of that pain, except the individual themselves when they're in the mindset of changing it. Cause sometimes we can get stuck. And we don't want to change. Uh, we just say, hey, this is what I think it is. And this is what I'm going to receive. 
But I always say that every day I want to learn something new. And whether if it's in talking to someone or whether if it's in listening, actively listening to someone else share their pain or their experience or their perseverance, that gives me another key to my own success. Because when someone else is going through pain, then it doesn't mean I'm going to go through the same thing, but I can maybe use the tools that they've used in my own personal life. Or when someone is successful, then I don't have to compare and myself to someone else. I just don't have a jealous spirit. That's just not me. Um, I always say what's for someone else is for them. And what's for me is for me. And um, I know that I'm going to always get to where I need to be and I'm going to survive because I'm not going to give up where, you know, some other people may have a hard time. They're like, I want to have that car, that house, that person, that relationship. It may not be the right time because you're not in the right space to receive it. Or maybe that person has ulterior motives and they want to take advantage and you're unaware. And Mm -hmm. so your higher power, you know, I know for me, that's helped guided me through a lot of situations, but I also am aware that there's going to be days when I'm not going to be in the best state. And it's not for me to know the answer at this moment. But it's for me to be patient and give myself time. And hopefully I'll find out what experience, what I need to do for myself. That's beautiful. Yeah, it does take time. Things take a lot of time. And sometimes we don't need the, we sometimes we don't get, actually most of the time, we don't get the answers right away. And it's usually for the better because we get them at the right time later. That's that's right. (laughs) I've learned that the hard way, but that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I've learned it the hard way too. That's why I'm saying it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My grandmother used to say experience is, is the best teacher, but then she also said experience is a bitter teacher. And, uh, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I don't like the second part, uh, but, <laughs> Same. but it's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. And thank goodness we know that now. That's right? true, because then we get to make better choices. Yeah, we do. Now we get to. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> So, Vail, I have one last question for you, and I want you to kind of share with our audience. Um, how can our listeners find you online, and what is new or next for you? Yeah, so you can find me on Spotify or Apple Music at uh, V-A-I-L, all caps, or so just type in V-A-I-L, all caps. And um, you can follow me on Instagram as well. That's where I post most of my updates, my content, my songs, um, maybe live versions of my songs as well. As Jerry mentioned earlier on YouTube, I put those out on Instagram as well and TikToks. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Veil Music, uh, but Veil underscore music. So at Veil underscore music. And if you want to follow me on TikTok, you may. Uh, it's at That Music Maker. So yeah, those are the places you can find me. And what's next for me, I got hopefully a single coming out within the next month and a half. I'm excited about this one. Um, and I also have other songs planned throughout the year. Um, maybe maybe an EP. I'm not sure yet. Wherever wherever that goes, we're, we're going to see. I never plan, I didn't plan out my last EP, and it came out really good. So hopefully, maybe that'll happen this time too, maybe this year. Well, we're waiting on pins and needles because we, well, I know my, I am, I can't speak for everyone else, but I can't wait to, for your new music and where you evolve to become as a musician, Thank as you. a person. And we're just glad that you're here on Black Canvas. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, we thank you, Vail, for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Jeriel. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to this conversation that me and my good friend have had. And uh, man, this was awesome.
Well, it was awesome. And we're going to have him back, you guys, on Space Between. So he'll be singing live. So y'all get to not only hear him speak, but you'll get an opportunity to hear these songs we've been talking about and plugging. Y'all be able to hear him sing live and you will be in for a treat when you are able to hear Bill sing. Man, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. I can't wait to come back. Well, we can't wait to have you back. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening and we'll talk soon. You too. Yeah, have a great rest of your evening and we will talk very, very soon. All right. Okay, (laughs) bye. Bye Bye-bye. I'm not